Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, this is Sally Land, the Sun's resident agony aunt, and on a more formal note, the Sun's advice page editor. If you're a fan of Fabulous Magazine's Things I Told My Daughter podcast, then I'm sure you'll love the podcast on this bonus episode. I am, of course, talking about The Sun's new flagship podcast, Dear Deirdre. That's right, The Sun's legendary advice column has gone from page to podcast. Each week, I'm joined by experts and some of your favourite celebrity guests to give helpful but entertaining advice to listeners' real-life dilemmas. We've covered everything from sex and relationships, health and well-being, to identity, money and some taboos, like porn addiction. In this bonus episode, we'll be sharing the Dear Deirdre episode with hosts of the Receipts podcast, Tolly, Audrey and Milena, and relationship expert, Kate Mansfield. They'll be discussing all things dating-related, addressing letters on everything from sugar daddies to dating apps and finding heartbreaking evidence on a partner's phone. You're in for a real treat. And if you like listening to this today, a new episode of Dear Deirdre is available every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is the Dear Deirdre podcast with me, Sally Land, the Sun's resident agony aunt. Yes, we're taking the Sun's legendary advice column from the page to podcast. Every episode, I'll be giving my advice on your real-life dilemmas. We'll be covering everything from sex and relationships to money and careers to managing your mental health and much, much more. And I won't be doing it alone, as each week I'll be joined by special expert guests and some of your favourite celebs too. So, if you're struggling with a problem and feel like you need some advice, the Dear Deirdre team is here to help. You can send your problems to deardeirdre at the-sun.co.uk. We answer every single letter sent to us and there's no problem too big, too small or too embarrassing. But for now, it's on with the show. This week, we're swooning over your dating dilemmas as we cover everything from sugar daddies to dating apps and finding heartbreaking evidence on a partner's phone. Plus, we lay down the law on those long-asked questions such as what is classed as cheating and when should you go the distance and become official? And as always, I'm not alone. I've got some fantastic guests here with me today. First of all, I've got Kate Mansfield, who's the UK's premier dating and relationship coach. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thanks for having me. And I've also got the very fantastic 
Receipt Girls, the hosts of the super, super successful podcast. So welcome here today. Hello. 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 We have Tolly. We have Audrey. Hello. And we have Milena. And I had to hold back from doing your signature introduction. Oh, Please. No, can we do it? Please, can you do it <laughs> for yeah, us? I physically cannot talk mm. without doing it. Okay, okay so go. It's your girl, Tolly T. Just call me Audrey. And your mamacita, Milena Sanchez. Oh. <laughs> now I feel we well. can begin. <laughs> we can properly begin. So thank you, thank you, thank you for thank coming you. here today. First of all, Kate, I wondered if you would let us in on what you've been working on recently. Yeah, absolutely. We've just quite recently introduced men into my coaching program mm. with women. We've started doing some mixed calls with men and women, single men and women on apps who are really looking to get advice from each other. And it's been absolute eye-opener, even for oh, me, wow. having been an expert for such a long time. Really learning a lot from men, actually, about how to date. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Top line, top line learning from introducing men. What would you give us? Um, the number one thing that men say is that they don't feel seen and heard by women on apps. That they feel like a bit of a ticket to a free drink or a free meal. And so... I've got a feeling that we might be exploring that further today. Uh, you know, that is very interesting. And there is, in fact, a dilemma coming up that mm -hmm. addresses exactly that. Yes. So thank you. You're welcome. And then you three, I know you guys are super busy with all sorts going on, but what would you like to talk about in particular that you're working on at the moment? Sure. We haven't been learning anything from <laughs> <to> me. <laughs> um, but we recently have got the paperback of our book, Keep the Receipts, yeah. come yeah. out. And it's it's not like just a solely relationship book. It's just a book about like our life thus far, I think mm. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Congratulations. Thank well you. Done. Right. So to get us in the vein of the topic of dating and love, I wanted to kick off by asking you, what is the number one mistake that you think people make when they're looking for love? Ooh. And give you a bit of headspace, because I've just jumped that question on you. I would probably say that I think people aren't authentic themselves. Yeah. They pretend to be someone that they're not. So then, of course, they're going to attract the wrong sort of people. Mm. So that would be what I would say is the number one mistake people make. And I think as well, like not establishing your boundaries and what it is that you're comfortable with or not and then you go ahead and you begin this relationship and you're like no I'm fine with you being friends with your ex and deep down they're like no I don't want you talking to this girl yeah. at all so yeah. yeah establishing and knowing your boundaries and having confidence yeah. to say I'm I'm actually not happy with that yeah. it makes yeah. me feel really uncomfortable yeah. So, yeah do you know what I'd also say I would say people don't actually know what they want right when mm. I speak to my friends I'm also single we're like so what do you want in the guy we're like well he has to be nice mm. but it's just like no what exactly is it that you want and mm. for the longest time I used to think the list was a weird thing to do like why would you write a list that feels so sad but like I don't go to the supermarket without writing a list of what yeah. I want yeah. talk of what that person I'm going to do life with yeah. I feel like it doesn't have to be a strict it has to be all of this or no but I have an idea of what it is that you mm. want yeah. I would agree with that one of the things I say to my clients is you know, hungry shoppers make bad choices, right? Mm. So true. So one of the women make bad choices. Yeah. <laughs> make bad choices. So if you don't want to come back from a date with a bag of Cheetos, yeah. you know, you've got to be clear about what you're looking for. So I really agree with that. And I think also there is an idea of filling yourself up first before you go out looking, you know, yeah. so that you're not kind of looking for love in the wrong places or you're not kind of putting up with just behavior or 
dates with people who aren't really ticking your boxes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. For sure. Thank you. And Audrey, how about you? Do you know what? I think people are not honest about wanting it. Because mm. I think that there's a bit of like a narrative that, you know, if you say it out loud, like you're desperate or, you know, it's a bad thing. But I think, yeah, I think people really want it and they shy away from putting it out there because they feel like there's like a negative stigma attached to saying it out loud so I think yeah you should be honest about it there's nothing wrong with wanting love and seeking it yeah you're absolutely right and it sounds so simple doesn't Mm. it just just say it and I've read something recently that 50% of single people have never asked anyone out on a date it's like well there's your first step yeah yeah absolutely yeah Mm. the next question I'd like to ask you all is what is the worst date you've ever been on (laughs) you might want to cherry pick and again to give you a little bit of thinking time I will offer up that I went to the cinema with someone who I thought was a friend on the way home (laughs) on the way home he pulled out a goblet two goblets from the back of the car filled it up with fizz and then jacked back the car seats so I flew backwards Uh? at that point I got up and said it's okay I'm gonna walk home tonight thank you oh Oh my god good I've been quite lucky I don't feel like I've had actual bad dates like anything awful happened Mm. or it's just I'm like I just don't like you (laughs) just like I don't think you're interesting I had a date recently and like one of I hate this question so much so why is it that you think you're single it just feels like he was just (sighs) practicing dating rather Mm. than being in that moment I found him very dull and when he asked me that I was oh because I'm a witch <laughs> yeah. I was like, what do you want me to say what do you want me to say I looked him dead in the eye oh no there was another date where I was like oh I've given this thing up for Lent and he was like what are you Muslim I was like Lent and I just kept saying Lent yeah. and I was like do oh, you no. not understand anything yeah. so it's just kind of like oh I don't like you very much Yeah, more There's than a bad no date chemistry yeah yeah uh, I was really young, actually, but I remember this guy called me at seven o'clock in the morning and he was like, oh, I'm outside. Like, let's go on a breakfast date. So I was just really excited because I was like, oh, this is different. Yeah, let's do it. He took me to one of the most dingiest little cafes ever. <laughs> he was like, just order whatever you want from the menu. So I was like, OK, cool. Then he literally, <laughs> then Number he seven. stood up and he put his hand out for money. Oh, so I was no. Like, oh, OK, so I gave him money and then he didn't bring back any change so I was like what the hell this is so awkward and then he took me next door to the laundrette to fold his washing oh, so you basically I was just there for the errands yeah. Yeah. He, he was hungry he yeah. went breakfast exactly and then you went to run, run errands with him yeah Actually, basically that is extraordinary I saw him again though of course I mean, oh, I, think my, <laughs> I think my worst ever date was I went years ago I went to a speed dating event and I gave my card to various different guys and there was this really, really hot guy and I was so excited. He texted me afterwards and he was like, do you want to meet up? So I was like, great. So a few days later, I went to meet him at this pub and this guy comes out of the pub, this old man, and he's staring at me and I'm thinking, why are you staring at me? Mm. Like, where's the guy? <laughs> and this guy had been texting me and then he goes, it's me, hi. And I was like, oh my God. <sighs> I've been texting this old guy. Oh, this no, old, what's the wrong Because I'd given out my card to various people. Oh, no. And, and I, in my head, I was already married to this old guy. Oh, no. And then I, was, I had to do a whole dinner with this guy, and he oh, was just... I felt was so it good, bad. though? No. <laughs> what's it wasn't good. How was your I was ego so after devastated. Because before, was, your ego oh, was like, oh, my God, yeah, yeah, look at me begging this hot guy. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. That is and we've been texting for, like, oh, nearly no. a week, and oh. I was telling all my friends, I was oh, so excited. And this man, I mean, bless him, but 
he must have it been counting his yeah, lucky he stars. He thought wow. all his Christmas is going yeah. to work. <laughs> and then I had to get away. I was thinking, what am I going to do? At what point could you laugh about that? It took a little while. <laughs> I can imagine. It took a little while, a couple of weeks. I mean, my friends thought it was hilarious. That obviously. is so funny. I love that That was one. my worst ever day, I think. <laughs> hey, Audrey, That's you've had up, loads yeah. of time to think about all Yeah, that. so my worst date was with this guy who really liked me. Well, at least I thought he did. And so we went on a double date with my friend and her boyfriend at the time. And when I got to the location, me and my guy arrived at the same time and he was at the cash point. And when he was at the cash point, he looked kind of bewildered. So I was like, oh, either he's got more money in his account account than he thinks or less money than he thinks. Anyway, so we went to this fancy restaurant. It was a really nice Chinese place. And then the bill comes and then my friend pays for her guy because they're together. And then our share of the bill was there. And then he just paid for him, but I didn't have any money. Like I didn't (laughs) even have my purse. Because I really thought it was a date. And back then, I just thought men paid. And so I said to my friend, toilet, now. So we went to the toilet and I was like, I don't have any money. I said, I can't pay for this date. And he literally put down £45 for himself. And then it was just my share left. So my friend had to cover cover it. Anyway, so that was sorted. When we left, we were at the station and he was like, I got a surprise for you. And I was like, I hope it's the £45 for my share of <laughs> the meal. But it wasn't. It was a carton of Ribena. But you love Ribena. I do love Ribena. <laughs> But I love broccoli fried rice more. <laughs> you love yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, that was just horrific. I'm still friends with the guy. But yeah, oh, that no, was just aw- awful. Awful. Yeah. Take your purse, ladies. <laughs> take always, your purse. always, always have emergency purse. money. Now always. I think ladies would, wouldn't they? Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> okay, I think we're ready to have a look at the first dilemma. Juicy. The first letter is a pretty common dilemma that we get sent in when is behavior officially cheating Mm. here we go (laughs) (laughs) love it (laughs) dear deirdre i caught my boyfriend sending his mate screenshots from OnlyFans and rating the women out of 10 he has always told me he hates sites like that because they are degrading to women but obviously that's not true i'm 23 he is 25 and we've been together for two years i've never looked through his phone before but a gut feeling told me to. The messages were gross, with both describing what they would like to do with these women. It hurts knowing he has been talking like this behind my back. What should I do? I'm going to go to you, first of all, on this one, Kate. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, for me, it's an interesting one because I think for me it's less about whether it's cheating or not and it's just really about is it acceptable or not. Do you know what I mean? That's the better question to be asking in this circumstance because technically is it cheating did he do anything not really but I mean for me that is just an instant goodbye (laughs) to be honest in terms of my boundaries and what I expect from somebody that I'm in a relationship with if it's a committed exclusive relationship which it sounds like it is so it's difficult but I mean I think she needs to maybe ask herself is that what she's looking for in a in a relationship is that behavior okay how does it make her feel I completely agree with you. It's boundaries. What's Mm -hmm. acceptable for one woman is not going to be for the other. Yes. So it's talking those red lines through, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And I think often, you know, especially in in the younger generation, I think women often minimise or they don't have enough experience to kind of know what's okay and what isn't, you know, and what's acceptable. A lot of the work I do with women is really helping them speak up and find their voice and find what feels okay. 
and yeah. what doesn't you know yeah. that they have choices so yeah and you three are perfect for encouraging women to have their own <laughs> yes, voice absolutely. and you're championing everyone on from the sidelines what would you guys say to this this woman who's written in it's not cheating for me. Yeah, I don't think same. I would see that and think it was cheating. Same. I'm big on never looking through someone's mm-hmm. phone, right? Because mm-hmm. I do feel like you will find something. Yeah. I, mm. I'm just, I just, even if it's not as big a deal, you just find something that's not going to feel great, that's not going to make you feel rubbish. And also, I have no faith in men's group chats. Yeah, I've always right. assumed that's what happens. Yeah. Maybe, like, I just assumed that it would just be like sexualization of women galore, right? Mm. And football, and yeah, lads, lads, lads. That's always what I've assumed. So I don't think I'd be like, shot if you were kind of like i'm disappointed in how he's talking about women again it's how how you hold yourself and how mm. you think women should be spoken about and if for you you can't be with someone that looks at women like that and talks about women like that then yeah end it yeah but if it's like you feel like oh okay you get it men some men can sexualize women in a space that feels maybe safe ish to them i don't know how safe it is then okay, but I wouldn't say it was cheating. It's disrespectful, mm. absolutely. But I don't even know if I think it's disrespectful to his girlfriend. I think it's just disrespectful to women and the women he, he's talking about as well. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. yeah. I definitely wouldn't leave if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> I wouldn't believe that that's cheating. And yeah, I'm just like, it is what it is. Because I know if my partner had gone through my group chat, they'd probably yeah. find some sexualization. It's just like, well, yeah, really, often. why would you say that? And it's just like, then don't go looking because, yeah, I'm not oh, going to be yeah. about that, to be honest. I'm just thinking about like, yeah, celebrity men who've like sent to each other yeah. and been like, oh God, oh, I'll do this to him and yeah. if someone didn't read that, they'll be like, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you're always going to find something. You're always going to be upset about that. But yeah, I think it's the boundaries between like what you feel comfortable with so I would definitely yeah. have a conversation with him but really and truly is that conversation going to do anything because it's my group chat with my boys <laughs> and also <laughs> how does that, does he, is he like that in real life with women does, is he mm. respectful to women in real life is that just something we can be like it's male band it's male sick banter yeah. mm. I agree with everybody that's what I was <laughs> going to say as well like, I don't think that I would leave him for cheating because he technically hasn't done anything however oh. I do think that sometimes certain things that you accept kind of set the tone. Mm. So if he's aware that you know about what he's doing, I feel like sometimes if you don't nip certain things in the bud, it could encourage him to maybe step things up a notch. Mm. I think that she should address that. I think that that would be more my concern. Like you have these thoughts. And again, like kind of what Toddy said, if this means enough to you for you to walk away, then walk away. Because I think that, you know, not being aligned on your moral compass Mm that is a good enough reason to end a relationship. Yeah. And depending on what he said, we don't know like the extent of what was said. But like for me, if I saw someone that I really love talking that way about women, I don't know. I think you mm. you, you lose that. You can't even get there anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's disrespectful. And he took screenshots. He didn't even actually subscribe to OnlyFans. So like, he's a cheapskate as well. <laughs> you know? That's the main issue. Yeah. He's a cheapskate. <laughs> At least let the women get paid off of your misogyny. No, I'm joking. But um, I think I don't your think I'd point, Tolly, was mm. really interesting as well about don't go through someone's phone. Yeah. Because you do open up a whole can of worms and you also are going to erode the trust between you aren't you you can't bring up the problem because now the problem is that you went through their (laughs) phone so it always backfires where you're Mm -hmm. like I found this out but I found it out by looking through your phone what I did which is very toxic is I used to I was younger (laughs) I used to go through phones and then I'll email myself things act like I'm other women 
and then be like, well, someone's so messaging me so saying me this. No yeah. one messaging me. I just found it. And, <laughs> and you just weave this yeah, web of lies. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's really yeah. bad. Just yeah. don't do it. And I also think that you create a space for them to be a better liar. Once someone knows that you're <laughs> the type of person that goes through a phone, they're just going to be more careful Then mm. you're never going to find anything out. <laughs> the best thing to do is once you start to get an inkling, just build a case slowly by slowly, get your evidence together, gather evidence, and then you can go to them with something concrete. But never go to them with a gut feeling because men or anyone who you choose to date never take that seriously. I wouldn't. If someone came to me and was like, I had a dream that, <laughs> you know, you did this or I had a gut feeling. Yeah, no. So just build up your evidence and then approach them. Yeah. yeah. And you can you can tackle an issue, can't you? If you think somebody is cheating on yeah. you or is not being faithful even, you know, with their behaviour, not even necessarily a full sexual affair, mm. there's ways of talking to them without accusing them of affair. Yeah. You know, I feel something's changed between us. What's yeah. the problem? How can we build on it? There's other ways without being confrontational, isn't there? My friend Mandy, her husband's cheating on her. What do you think I should do? <laughs> I thought Mandy was a real friend. I was like, does she want no. your business out? <laughs> does Mandy know we're talking about her? <laughs> Coming up next, we take a listen to a letter from a man who's having a hard time shaking off his sugar daddy energy. And we question, when is the right time to make things official? Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've just heard from a woman who caught her boyfriend rating other girls' only fans pictures on his group chat. Now it's time to take a listen to a man who's regretting his decision to take things more casually with his new love interest. Dear Deirdre, when I told my date I didn't mind if we saw the people, I didn't think she'd start swiping right for every guy on the dating app Hinge. We met online four months ago and things have been going pretty well. She's 27, I'm 32. She's a lot of fun to be around and has a wicked sense of humour. From the start, we were both open about the fact we weren't looking for anything serious, just someone to meet for regular dates and sex. But at the two-month mark, she asked whether I was still dating other people. I told her I had another date I saw occasionally and that I didn't mind if she saw other guys too. My girlfriend of three years had broken things off in June, so I was in no rush to couple up again. But I didn't think I'd have to worry about her trying out every guy in the town. I'd told a couple of my pals about her and shown them a picture. When we caught up in the pub last week, 
they told me that they'd both had messages from her inviting them out for a drink. Then, when I was at the gym, I bumped into a guy I went to school with. He told me about the blonde bombshell he was dating. A few questions made it clear it was the same girl. When she came over the next night, I brought up the fact she'd been on a few dates with guys I knew. She laughed it off and said, well, there are not that many hot single guys in this town. But there's clearly enough, right? As she then told me, she'd been on a date every night since we'd last seen each other over a week ago. I know I said we weren't exclusive, but this seems a bit excessive. And if she's sleeping with all these guys, surely there's a good chance I'll catch something? Oh, so. that's so silly. Go on, girls. Mm. I feel like you're ready for this one. First of all, just because you are sleeping with people, they're doesn't have to be that assumption that you're not practicing safe sex like she could be having safe sex so mm-hmm. that comment that oh i might get something is just so ridiculous yeah i just think that so long as you're not in a relationship everyone has the right to do what they want to do mm. and do you know what whether she went on one day or whether she went on seven it it really doesn't matter because you're not in anything exclusive. So I understand why his ego might be bruised because that's what Mm. it's giving to me. Mm. It feels more like his ego feels a little bit dented. But outside of that, I'm sorry. Like, it's it's a fair game. Like, everyone can do... And he can also go on seven dates as well. Mm. He just maybe just doesn't have the sauce that she has. I don't really know what I think that's the issue. He's Mm. not getting as many other dates. (laughs) And I think that is pissing him off because I think when he offered up that we can both see other people he assumed he'll be able to see loads of people but that's just not happening (laughs) for him right Mm. so and she's having a great time and she's been able to see other people also can you stop showing her pictures and stop talking about her like leave her are you obsessed like of course you can especially if it's a small town yeah (laughs) we're all going to date around the same age group get Mm. over it but I do think if he had the opportunity to date the same amount of people that she is I don't think he'll see anything wrong with it Mm. yeah however I say all of this to say that everyone has the right to have boundaries So if this is not for him and he feels like, you know, he can't can't handle it, it, then he's got every right to walk away. But I wouldn't necessarily penalise her for it. A hundred percent. I agree with that. I mean, I think he's pretending not to care, which, you know, it comes back again to that thing of not being authentic, Mm. not being honest, pretending not to have feelings. And, you know, why? I mean, be careful what you wish for. Exactly. (laughs) You know, he's said... I don't mind. He does mind. So if you mind, tell the person yeah. and see what happens. You and know. I think sometimes people say I don't mind to benefit themselves because they're thinking, mm. oh, I'm not ready yet. Because yeah. yeah. they, they yeah. forget that the other person can still date as well. Yes. So it's just like, actually, it's just not benefiting him how he assumed it might do. And I think that's why he's really bothered by it. Mm. But just say to her, I really like you and I want it to be just me and you. But do you think he can take it back now? Because if I turn around and said someone, let's see other people. And then a week later, you're like, actually, no, I take it back. <laughs> yeah, because I guess it's like, I realised that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> at this stage what has he got to lose yeah. in a way I mean I think it's either that or what's he going to do carry on pretending yeah, yeah, and, exactly. and that's not going to work for him either I mean I've got a really simple answer to the question which is you know so many people I think make the mistake of making this a time based thing like yeah. oh after three dates or seven dates or eight dates or whatever and I think you know you can date someone for seven months and they're still not really like a great person. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think what I say to my clients is it shouldn't be time-based. It should be based on what do you need from this person over time consistently in order to feel like you are ready to become exclusive. Because I think we so often focus on what the other person is doing. And I think this guy is a perfect example of where he's using his ego to make the decision for him. 
but does he really even like this girl? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's the point. Yeah. Is she is she the kind of girl that he wants to be in a committed relationship yeah. with? Mm. It doesn't sound like yeah. it to yeah. me. And often I think when someone is kind of busy seeing other people, it can make us... We can make that mistake of finding them a bit more attractive than they really are, mm. yeah. right? And making the yeah. decision based on that yeah. instead of actually, is this a suitable partner? Are they meeting my needs? Are they a good fit? Are we in alignment? Because as far as I can see, that's a no on all of those criteria. And so I think he needs to up-level himself a little bit. Yeah, yeah. start with himself of, and yeah. get his own confidence up. Definitely, and get some yeah. clarity. Like what what qualities is he looking for? And obviously faithfulness and loyalty is quite high on his list so he shouldn't be dating someone who's (laughs) kind of or suggesting that they can date around and then you know act like a sulky teenager when he doesn't get his own way exactly Mm. I feel like he wants her because everyone else does yeah Yeah. not because he it's not genuine is it and I don't know there's something about the tone of that letter that felt like he was using sex to shame her a bit yeah do you know what I mean yeah Yeah, I don't like that and I didn't like that I do think there's something about like you don't have autonomy over her body (laughs) she can do whatever Mm. she wants with it and she doesn't owe you any loyalties at the moment because you're not in a relationship so he's need to keep saying and then she's been around Mm. and then well that's not exactly get over it and we all know where those old fashioned attitudes and also it's only been a week calm down you don't know this woman like chill out get to know somebody like Men are so funny because when when do they care about sexual health unless it's like pertaining to their ego? Like, please, like how many times, you know, you see people and guys never ask the questions about sexual health unless, you know, their ego is at play. That's what it seemed like to me. I was like, oh, you know, I'm so concerned about yeah, I wasn't, well, absolutely. I wasn't really yeah, he's, he's clearly not yeah. having safe sex himself. Yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, he's worried about yeah. Yeah, yeah, her exactly. doing it or not. So. Yeah. <laughs> but Double in terms standards. of when we're exclusive, I like to be. I'm. It's quite archaic. I'll be honest, but I like Three to be asked. Rule. No, no, oh. I want to be asked. <laughs> oh. I want like a no and two tick boxes. Yes oh, or no? Okay, Will you yeah, be yeah, my yeah. girlfriend? Because I just think with dating, it can be so confusing. Mm. Oh, and yeah. One person thinks you're exclusive, and the other is like, "We never had that conversation." I want it in clear paper. Yeah. Will you be my girlfriend? Yes or no, everyone knows where they are. And I do think that's one of the worst things about dating right now. No one really knows where they are. Are Mm. we seeing each other? Are we sleeping together? Are we dating? It's so confusing. But have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And also having the guts, because I guess you feel like you're really exposing yourself just by asking that question. Yeah. What are we? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with the what are we question. Nor do I. I think no, it's, I think ask it's it. well, yeah, yeah, vital. Mm. I need to know. And it's not because of you, it's because can I date other people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That question's like, been yeah. demonised so much. Yeah, it, it makes really women, has. especially, seem like bunny boilers when yeah, you ask, yeah, yeah. no, what are we? Yeah. It's a valid question yeah. to want to know what's happening. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I definitely want to know. I want to know where I stand with you. I, and I don't, I hate being in a grey space with you. And it's just like, it's very anxiety provoking as well. It's not going to help anyone, is it? No. I think it helps helps to have that clear before you get with a man as well yeah. like so you're actually telling him what we are yeah as opposed to kind of asking him oh what are we because there's a real shift in power mm. with that and mm. I think mm. as women we need to learn to stand in our power yeah, a bit sure. more and just say yeah these are the things I need to see from you before I'm actually willing to be exclusive mm, you know yeah. not oh are we exclusive yet you know kind of thing because I think then men I don't think men respond very well to that I think yeah. that they'll carry on being probably a bit half-assed about a lot of things in terms of mm. effort level as yeah. well. There's so, a neediness there, isn't there? Yeah. Which isn't very attractive. Mm. I think so. Say, what are we? Yeah, mm. I think so. I say yeah. there's a neediness. You need to have the conversation, but if you start off putting all those decisions in the man's yeah. lap, then it changes the dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah. you say, it needs yeah. to come from, from you as well. From your boundaries, from, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Last letter. Okay. Mm. This is from somebody who sees himself as a bit of a sugar daddy. Ooh, mm. send him my way. <laughs> Dear Deirdre, it's impossible to find a woman that doesn't just want me for my money. I'm a single man of 48, and a few years ago I joined some dating apps. But from the start, it seemed women were only keen if cash or expensive gifts were on offer. I've had loads of messages from girls in their 20s and 30s asking if I want to be their sugar daddy. But even the more age-appropriate women in their 40s and 50s want to know how often they'll be treated to lavish weekends away. No one seems interested in getting to know me. Just what's in my wallet? What should I be doing to find someone who isn't bothered by my money? stop offering like I would only take what I know is on the plate so maybe let's not start talking about what it is that you're going to gift me um like where you where you're going to take me maybe don't come pick me up in a flashy car like make sure our dates are very minimal because I'm sorry you can't say I can't find women that just want me for my personality and they don't get to know me as a person when you're there providing them with all of these luxurious gifts of course because you as Audrey said in the dilemma before you're setting the tone so I don't offering. agree with that necessarily right I don't have a don't test me like don't like mm. have a nice car and thought actually I want to come in my Peugeot 206 <laughs> <laughs> like just yeah. as soon as she's will I tend to be broke yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Don't test yeah. me no I want to see the nice things I think firstly at 48 what age set do you have on your app yeah. that 20 year olds are talking to you mm. if I do see a 40 year because you can adjust age groups in many apps mm. right mm. if I do see a 48 year old and in my 20s I'm going to assume that he's here for that yeah right yeah. because that that, yeah. that does tend to be the connotations if you are 48 there is there shouldn't be room for someone in their 20s to be messaging you on a dating app because they shouldn't be in your age range mm. women that are apparently age appropriate they have every right to want more from you because they have lived their life exactly. they have worked very hard they do have a right to be like I want nice things I want to be treated amazingly and I deserve that right in fact everyone has the right to do that if you feel like that's all you're there for offer more than that then have some personality I can only assume maybe you go on dates and all you talk about is your life stuff right Mm -hmm. and that's all I can like you for because that's all you have Mm -hmm. if you make me laugh be funny have something else and I think we have to understand dating apps are initially like based on appearances and what you put on your social media mm-hmm. and what you put on the page, sorry. So if you're like, oh, I'm a 48-year-old man who drives a Ferrari, blah, 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 blah. You've told me, <laughs> yeah. all, you've, you've set yeah. the tone. Like you've told me all of these things. Again, don't, don't have to devalue what you have and say, oh, I'm broke or whatever, but just offer more of your personality, right? I always find it funny. I, I, and I can only assume he's rich because I feel like sometimes men are really offended by gold diggers and they have absolutely nothing to be get, digged. Mm-mm. They don't have yeah. any gold to be digged. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the gold digger. I'm so scared of the £2.20 I've got in my account. <laughs> Just, I just find it so frustrating that men that are so bothered about being used for money are normally the men that that's all they've got to offer and that's why they're bothered by it. Yeah. Yeah. But good luck, sir. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm just feeling that wasn't a heartfelt. <laughs> good luck, sir. Yeah. I, t- I totally, totally agree. I think it's what you give off at the end of the day. Like, mm. no one can assume anything about you unless you give it off, unless yeah. that's what you're screaming. So my advice would be more practical. I'd be like, on your bio... What are you giving off to make people feel Mm. like this is the image that you're presenting? Because I'm sorry, I'm not going to look at someone and just assume that they're 
a sugar daddy mm, yeah unless mm-hmm. i'm doing there's there's something that you're doing so if you, if your profile picture is of your ferrari or of your yacht well duh if it says 48 year old single man and the picture is of, of your yacht or you know your private island i'm i'm gonna assume that you want to spend cash yeah you know maybe just put a nice black and white picture of yourself with a white <laughs> background and say in your bio that you like to take long walks and you know adjust <laughs> it so that you get the kind of people that you want to attract but yeah i think I'm not buying that people are just reaching out to him, assuming because he's 48, he's got money. I think that there's definitely something on that profile that is giving that vibe off. So he needs to amend it. That's what I'll say. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. I love that all three of you have spotted really that it's how he presents himself, Mm. isn't it? You are the problem, sir. (laughs) Literally. Kate, what are your thoughts? You've been talking to a lot of men about how they feel about dating apps. Yeah, I mean, I would, by the way, agree with all of you. I mean, I think that there is initially... If he was a client of mine, I would look first at his uh, his yeah. profile and look at what he's giving off and all of that sort of thing. And the age thing is true as well. I mean, having said that, you know, I have experience of coaching a lot of men, single men on apps. A lot of them are not loaded, but they earn kind of okay money. Yeah. And there is a general consensus amongst a lot of men who are genuinely good guys who are looking for love, who are looking for commitment and a normal relationship where they feel... It's not just about money, but that often women are looking to get something and that they're not really seeing the man for who he is. And, you know, a lot of the work that we do with the men in that group actually is helping them to develop their confidence, develop their personalities and to lead with something else. Right. Because I think now there's so much confusion about what it means to be masculine, what it means to be feminine. Right. And we're all kind of switching roles. And there's so much confusion around those kind of aspects of self at the moment. In general, men are quite lost, actually, Mm -hmm. and can get really offended. But then there are lots of things they're doing sometimes that kind of subconsciously create those scenarios. So It's definitely a complicated subject. I would suggest as well that he goes and does some offline activities, like join some clubs, some societies, things he's genuinely interested in. And just, yeah, just if he is a billionaire, just, you know, play it down a little bit, you know, just be authentic. (laughs) Message me at Tolly (laughs) underscore Can I just ask you a question, actually? Do you think this whole idea that men think that women want something for them is because for the first time in a long time, our generation, because I always say my generation, I'm in my 30s, we are not like our mothers, but men in my age are a lot like their fathers and they like to admit, right? Mm. So for the first time, we are saying what we want. And for the first time, we're quite being like, no, I want financial stability. Mm. And for the longest time, women didn't say that. Mm. It was just okay to be loved. But I think wisdom and seeing how most relationships or marriages ending because of financial problems women are like, no I do want fi-. and yeah. men are so shook that you're asking them for that now that mm. it's like they just want to take stuff from you mm. but men you also have every right to ask a woman to be financially stable too mm. yeah. absolutely it works both ways for mm. sure and I think you know as we mentioned right at the beginning I think we've all got to learn to be more authentic and like you said much more direct mm. you know just ask for what you want and be clear these are my boundaries these are my needs this mm. is what I'm looking for and not being willing to settle, you know, and being more direct, I think, can just save a lot mm. of these kind of assumptions and things kind of going pear-shaped and going sideways between yeah. men and women about, even about who pays, which is a whole, we could do a whole podcast just on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, again, a lot of guys, you know, and I, and I hear this, you know, a lot of men on apps, they're going on a first date. It's essentially a blind date, right? Yeah. When you meet someone that you haven't met, mm-hmm. you've just seen their pictures, the woman often, and we've 
again, both ways around. The person who turns up isn't always the person in the photo, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. So a woman might turn up. And guys, if they're going on three or four dates a week and they're expected to pay, I mean, that's the second job you need, mm. right, to fund that realistically yeah. if you're yeah. paying for dinner for four women a week and none of them are really who they said they were. You know, so it works both ways. Yeah. It works both yeah. ways. And I think we have to be aware of that. I love your advice mm. to this reader that he actually needs to get out, join some clubs, yeah. meet yeah. some people in the real world yeah. and not talk about however much or little he's got in the bank. Mm. Move it yeah. away from that if that mm. isn't the conversation he wants to have. Definitely. Yeah. I think so. Thank you. That's all three dilemmas and letters mm-hmm. finished. As a final question to everybody, I wanted to ask if there was one life lesson mm. that you could share with our listeners that you've learned through your work or through dating... What would it be? I think is for everybody just to know that you're lovable exactly as you are mm. right now. However broken you are, you're still lovable. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Mine would be one that I've actually learned quite recently. And it's don't be afraid to be alone. So don't settle just because you want that company. Like you're fine and you'll be okay alone rather than being in something it. toxic just for the sake of it and that's so important isn't it just be comfortable with you yeah thank you milena i think my i'm really trying to unlearn this thing about putting time and ages on things Mm. so i would say like don't stay in something that doesn't serve you because you feel like you've got something to prove to other people Mm. that are not in your situation and also age doesn't determine anything like you can find love at any age. You can start a career at any age. Like, don't let it hold you back, like, based on these, like, social constructs of when we're supposed to do things. Yeah, I yeah. love that, Audrey. It just puts pressure on you, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, And the exactly. whole situation. Yeah. Thank you. I think mine would be, like, just to remember that you're one of one. I think there is this thing in society where it's kind of like you feel like it's not okay to be organically and authentically you. I had to teach myself to be audaciously myself, right? And I think there's something so powerful in being like, do you know who you are? Like, you're one of one. Like, it's not like there's millions of you and it's okay for you to sit in that. And that's where your power resides. Like, when you are organically and audaciously yourself, that's when you're the most powerful. Mm. Yeah. And I know it sounds cheesy. No, but it's what you (laughs) were saying as well, isn't it, Kate? Mm. Yeah. It's just about having... Having that confidence in yourself, it's so important to build that up, isn't it? Mm -hmm. That's your base, basically. Oh, thank you so much, all of you, for coming in today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much to you for listening and to Kate Mansfield and Tolly, Audrey, and Milena for being such great company in sharing their words of advice on some of your dating dilemmas. We've addressed your letters on when's the right time to become official with your beau, passed on advice to a so-called sugar daddy who's getting nowhere with the ladies. Plus, we laid down the law on when flirty actions cross over the boundary to cheating. If you're struggling with a problem and feel like you need some advice, the Dear Deirdre team is here to help. Just send your problems to deardeirdre at the-sun.co.uk And remember... You can read Dear Deirdre every day at thesun.co.uk forward slash dear-deirdre or by picking up a copy of The Sun. Our advice page is packed full of support and extra resources which can help you with your own challenges. Before you go, don't forget to click follow so you never miss an episode. And if you have a spare moment, maybe you could give us a rating and leave us a review. 
this boost of appreciation all helps so that other people who are seeking advice can find us on their podcast app. I'll be back next week for another episode of Answering Your Dilemmas. But for now, I'm Sally Land and this has been Dear Deirdre. 